0: This is the weekly sales meeting for October 16th, 2022. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic is the framework for FU. There is a national crime committed daily by the sales profession, and we are all guilty to some degree. We begin the day with grand intentions, and then someone or something interrupts our plans and pattern. They throw us off the trail. This derailment of purpose prevents us from doing the one thing which would make us 100% more successful. That one thing is follow-up. Most of us do not have an effective system for follow-up. We agonize over the process of this task. You see, after the initial contact, the prospect still likes us. We live for that feeling. We hate the idea of rejection. And because of this general disdain, the follow-up is the one thing we don't plan for, and it's the easiest to forego. If we never follow up, human nature dictates that we still have a sea of prospects who like us. But our fortunes are enhanced if we have an effective system for this practice. Business writer Jay Conrad Levinson gave us the 1984 gem guerrilla marketing. He also gave us this prize. 68% of all sales are lost due to poor follow-up. Think of that. What would your sales franchise look like if your selling system included an account for follow-up? It may change our fortunes with a large degree of significance. Many refuse to spend time on this. Instead, we believe it is a mere numbers game. Rather than closing the loop on what is open, we start more new relationships, believing that those who want to buy will gravitate to us, naturally. I take a lot of notes in my version of shorthand. One of the shorthand marks you will see in my note-taking is the F.U. I borrowed that from a friend. Berks Young, who is now the Director of Sales at the Fox Affiliate in Tulsa, Oklahoma. At the time, we worked together in Atlanta, Georgia. I saw that in his notes one day and appropriated it for myself. I keep a list on my desk entitled, The FU List. When some see that for the first time, they will think the worst. Some days the people on it may deserve the opposite sentiment, but tracking presentations and proposals and having a more than adequate FU system is one of the keys to my success. Persistence in the follow-up will give us a competitive advantage. There are a large number of sellers who are timid in their follow-up. Most are raised to be polite, so we shy away from persistent, relentless follow-up. We somehow believe that makes us the stereotypical salesperson, or worse, we get labeled pushy. During my time in Texas, my biggest customer said to me, I can always count on you to come here and ask me to spend more money. I consider that a badge of honor, although he might not have meant it that way. If he didn't buy from me that day, he knew I was going to call on him again the next day or he would see me at the grocery store or at the ball game or at the airport and I would ask for the order. Follow up is the hallmark of great sellers. It is not being pushy, it is being persistent. Many customers forget about us as soon as we walk out the door. Our enthusiasm for our presentation or ask is 100 times what the customer feels for the same. Business leader John C. Maxwell wrote, diligent follow-up and follow-through will set you apart from the crowd and communicate excellence. Having a system that sets the framework for consistent planned follow-up sets us apart from our competitors. Make it a system based on timing and planned communication. Like prospecting, FU calls should get scheduled into your daily calendar. Ensure you will never miss these appointments block and dedicate the time to this practice. Scripting the opening line, like prospecting calls, is another key to success. I always reference something specific the customer reacted to in our last meeting. I do it using their words. Every good conversation needs a trigger point, and this is mine. It is the most effective way to begin the follow-up, most wing it. They say something like, hey, Tom, it's Chris just following up on our proposal. How uninspiring is that call? If you are on the receiving end, it is even worse. Best-selling author Bernard Kelvin Clive has written over 50 books. He is considered Africa's authority on personal branding and digital book publishing. He writes, either you follow up or you fold up learn to craft real follow-up conversations that cannot be ignored. As stated, most sellers don't have a good system to keep themselves in line. They have systems for many other activities, but follow-up is often ignored. Author Michelle Moore puts it this way, not following up with your prospects is the same as filling your bathtub and not putting the stopper in the drain. We are letting all that opportunity wash away, and time is a huge factor in follow-up. Customer interest declines by 50% 10 minutes after you walk out the door. What do you think will happen after a week or a month? You are starting over from a negative equity position. Meanwhile, had you responded the next day or the day after, you have a chance of keeping the enthusiasm alive. How much is too much? The quick answer is you will know when you've hit this breaking point, but keep doing it until you find it. I once called the general manager of KSLA-TV in Shreveport, Louisiana, 31 days in a row I called it various times of the day Often speaking to his assistant, until one day he picked up his own telephone at an odd hour. At the time I was selling a sales and consulting service. I will never forget what he said to me that day, especially after he picked up the phone and realized it was me, the guy he had been ducking for thirty one days. He said if my salespeople called their prospects and customers as much as you called me, I would be a millionaire. My response? Let me show you how to get that done. I will be in your office on Tuesday at ten fifteen to put the finishing touches on our agreement. And our final closing appointment was set. Pat Flynn is an online entrepreneur and lifestyle business guru. He said the riches are in the niches, but the fortune is in the follow up. It is not hard, but it is a process. It is something to be pursued and mastered. It requires a plan and a plan for each customer. That framework can be set in the initial call. I use the timeline approach to let my prospects and customers know what is going to happen and when. This sets the expectation and manages the expected response. It makes follow-up easy as it is expected and scheduled from the outset. Tell your customers when you will call and how often you will follow up. Ask them their preferred method of communication. Whether it be telephone, text message, email, or carrier pigeon, let them define the method but you should take control of the timing. It is a beneficial contract between both parties. This gives you carte blanche on the follow-up. You can defeat your internal programming and that not-so-nice inner voice telling you that you are bothering your prospect or customer. Make follow-up your relentless pursuit. Do so until you get a decision. One way or the other, you will have the outcome you want. If that decision is yes, you have a customer. If that decision is no, ask for permission to continue the FU. I'd like two decisions, yes and no. The sooner you can get to either one, the better off you are. The worst thing you can hear is maybe, as maybe is no with a really long wick. Business expert and sales trainer Brian Tracy said, Follow up and follow through until the task is completed, the prize won. That will create more opportunities for success, rather than being subject to the direction of the wind or the mood of the prospect on that particular day. You get to control how you are perceived and the reputation you have in the marketplace. If you are going to be known for anything, wouldn't being diligent and persistent be good things? The framework for all future business starts with the first call. It starts with the first meeting. It starts with the first impression. If you are organized and confident, it is easy to create staying power. If you appear as a serious person, you will be taken as such. The converse is also true. Alfred Lloyd Tennyson was an English poet in the time of Queen Victoria I. He exclaimed, I follow up the quest despite of day and night and death and hell. I am not suggesting that selling is like death or worse, but the follow-up and follow-through are as important to future sales success as prospecting and qualifying are on the front end. If we have done all the work up front, it would be a shame to let it fall apart on the back end. And it will not if we have a planned approach for the customer. If we wing it, the worst will happen. Create your own framework for follow-up. Start with the first call. Establish a patterned approach that will become your method, your trademark. Tell them what is going to happen at every stage of the sale. Know with a degree of certainty what is going to happen next because that's what you said would happen. Be sure you have a plan going in and update your plan as new information becomes available. If you are waiting for your prospects to jump into your arms and say yes on the first call, hit the snooze button and go back to your dream. It rarely happens that the sale was waiting for you. More like you have to work for it every step of the way. To do so, you will need a solid plan of action for each customer. This framework for follow-up should become your habit instead of the rare exception. Otherwise, your efforts get wasted and you wind up with no sale. Or worse, you get your own FU. I have released a new book on leadership called You Can't Lead from the Back of the Room. I have turned it into an audio book. It is available on Audible for download. If you like what you've heard here today, please consider downloading a copy or two. You can send one to a friend. You can go to cdmediaconsulting.com right now and follow the instructions to order.